Hello, hello, and welcome to Millennial Notebook. My name is Stella. And my name is Emily. And here we talk about living life as a millennial in the modern age. Get comfy, grab your notebook, and let's enjoy the ride together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week ahead. And today we'll be talking about fun stuff because we've been um, talking a lot of talking about a lot of uh, really sad, depressing stuff. <laughs> a few heavy topics there. <laughs> yeah, and Emily is back. Welcome back. Yay! I, uh, I've made my apologies, mate. I don't know what she said about me, but... <laughs> oh, I, I just said that you had um, prior commitments, yes. so you couldn't make it. <laughs> it's all good. We're anyway. here. We're doing this. Yeah. By the way, just another disclaimer. My cat likes to get his zoomies whenever we are having a recording so if you hear some chaos around it's my cat so please ignore (laughs) (laughs) all right so today we are talking about hobbies and routines so the stuff that get gets us energized and um you know pumped for life yeah just really just literally the things that keep us going you know outside of work yeah, because life's not all so, about work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it's like a little get-to-know-you session, a mini get to, getting-to-know-you session as well, because we, Emily pointed out that we talk about our work a lot and, you know, dealing with stuff in general, because that is the theme of our podcast. But, you know, she's right when she mentioned that it's also good to kind of introduce ourselves outside of that. Yeah. Right? So, so why don't, don't think you we're start, slaves. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a slave to the corporate it's, it's world hard sometimes. Not to. Yeah, yeah, but this is right. We do this so that we don't feel like it, even mm. if we are kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and um start with that? Emily. Okay, cool. Um, so my life outside of work, uh, although small and dwindling, <laughs> um, I do I do quite a bit actually. I'm I'm a a serial uh, crafter is probably the best place to start. So, like, I kind of made Ooh. my hobbies my work a little bit. So I do, like, design and stuff and working on the computer and things, which I've always done, like, since I was really little. So, mm-hmm. um, but it kind of expanded. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it kind of expanded from art in general. So when I was a kid, I used to draw a lot. I used to make lots of, um, I watched a lot of anime and, well, kids' cartoons as it was in the day um, before I realized it was anime. And then I draw a lot of pictures and then I paint and I do, I don't know, pencils and pens and all these sorts of things. So um, I have an extensive art collection that I've um, curated over the years. <laughs> but then it kind of spilled out into things like um, sewing, which I started as a teenager because I wanted to do like things like cosplay. So I do a bit of cosplay, I guess, as well. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, sewing so I can like fix up my clothes um do painting um I don't do a lot of painting but you know you know just creative artsy things so I do lots of that um and then you get the materials for that like I'm for what particular for all of them like I mean I know you have different sources for different types of hobbies but for example the ones that are kind of less the non-traditional hobbies like for example you you do cosplay so you oh and i know that you sew your own clothes yeah so how do you find your sources for these things because like i never know where to start right like painting is easy to get into because you just go to like a bookstore 
an art shop and then you get your stuff, right? Yeah, pretty but much. like some some other things are kind of harder to for sure, like the items for it. Like do you go to ta- like to like a cloth shop and just buy stuff and you're like, I need this and this kind Yeah, of. pretty much. I mean cosplay's a really fun one because it's it's a bit of a um I find it's a mixture of a lot of different skills. So, I mean, there's you can go in a few different directions. If you want to go, like, armor, then you go into, like, foam smithing. So you're looking at, like, places that sell foam. Um, Do you just go to them and then you're like, I want yeah, a pretty piece much. of foam? Yeah, pretty much. What? You just, you, so you get really... you, you <laughs> So um, I would say a lot of cosplayers are very resourceful and also very... Like, you do a lot of research, right? So if you want to get into armor mm. building and foam smithing and stuff, as they call it, um, then you find out the best, like best foam and then you learn about there's different different foam widths and then you get all the tools which you can usually get at like a power tool stop like a a bunnings or a minor 10 for a new zealander um but basically mm. power tools um you can use those to craft your foam um then you where do you about, get them you literally just go there and say i want this do they give it to you yeah you just you just like, go to a store and you go i want a a, a, a dremel a dremel it's like a little drill basically that you mm. can like yeah, it, yeah. Well, I like, mean, it's all normal stuff. You just use yeah. it for the abnormal purpose. <laughs> I know, but then, like, for example, the foams, like, don't these suppliers, like, want bulk orders and stuff? Like, no, do not they necessarily. Actually accept, I mean, they actually accept small orders, too? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, mm. I wouldn't say that. It depends on on what you're building. But if you're doing a full armor build, like, that's a, yeah. that's a medium sized order for them probably <laughs> well medium really? small for them um like it uses up a ton of resources so um oftentimes if i'm doing something really small on the on like foam i've only used foam a wee but i haven't used too much of it um but i'll often ask friends if they've got any scraps because they'll often have bought too much and then have scraps as well um there's also mm. a thing called warbler which is like a thermoplastic which is really interesting you like heat it up and then you mold it to the shape that you want um Ooh. which my friend who's a baker a trained baker um, uh, and cake decorator. She's really good at it because she's really soft um, or fine hand skills. Does that make sense? Like she's really good at like making curves and like rolling things and getting like perfect shapes. So she's, her armor build when she did one was amazing. Like it was top quality. Nice. Um, so you like a lot of skills transfer and things. So, and obviously sewing, it's, you know, if you're making a costume, you need to know a little bit of sewing. So sewing yeah. skills that have acquired over the years is, helped as well so interesting so. i never i always yeah. assumed that you always that you, you needed to have a relationship with them before they let you buy any small amount of stuff no no we've got i so. mean we're a pretty industrial nation new zealanders uh, so um we mm. get a lot of we can just yeah go to the store buy some foam i mean we have places now because cosplays become more and more um of a thing or more popular i guess you could say that we have specified places i think warbler which is the brand they have a company here in new zealand and um i think they also sell foam um but there's like there's places like power rubber which is like a i think it's power you know they sell foam for the general public who use it for you know god knows what (laughs) i don't know what people actually Mm. use foam for but you can just go and buy it buy some interesting foam yeah (laughs) <laughs> okay that sounds nice yeah so do you do that on a daily or no gosh no um i probably do the... um i probably do like one cosplay project a year um oh, okay yeah it's a pretty it's pretty minimal hobby uh yeah minimal it's one of my smaller hobbies but i guess it's probably the one that takes up the most space <laughs> 
I see. Um, so what do you usually do on a daily then? Um, so at the moment I'm playing um playing a lot of games at the moment. Uh, I've just got the New Horizon game. New, I want to say it's New Horizons, but that's Animal Crossing, which I also play. <laughs> yeah, I got confused. I was just like, are you talking about Animal Crossing? No, uh, New Forbidden Forest. No, Forbidden Horizon. No, Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West. The second one. <laughs> mm. Um, but it's really good. Um, so I'm binging through that. And Jonathan and I have started playing some Don't Start Together, which is like a cooperative. Um, it's kind of like if Animal Crossing was really dark and creepy, but it's the same sort of idea of like you build farms and you um, find monsters and things like that, which is amazing. Good fun. Um, so yeah, I do a bit of I do a bit of that. Otherwise, I'm just like I love the Switch. The Switch is really good. You can just like. Um, did you say you have a Switch or you don't have a Switch? I do. Oh, you do because you play Animal Crossing. Duh. Yeah. Um, the new Pokemon game. I've really enjoyed that. Arceus? Yes. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, but I mean, I'm not like a, I'm not a completionist. Like Jonathan, my partner, he plays way more than I do. <laughs> like he's really into LOL, um, League of Legends as of recently. And, um, you know, he plays his uh, JRPGs, which is like a traditional Japanese, you know, like traditional Japanese games, like the Tales series. Yeah. Um, if you understand, if you know about games, then you would kind of understand his genre of, of games. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of gaming. Um, but as well as hobbies, so I kind of get into and then I get out of and then into and out of. So. I see. So is this a daily thing? Um, it is at the moment. I would mm-hmm. say I play games daily because if I'm not playing those, then I usually pick up things like Pit Cross, which is like a puzzle game. Um, right. Or I'll just check on my island and. But I usually play games in, um, in, in like sections. <laughs> that makes sense. I usually play games daily. I, I play a certain game daily for a period of time. So like I'm playing Horizon, which I play for the last three weeks. Um, I play things like Don't Starve, but that might be like once or twice a year because you have to play it with other people. Um, things like Pit Cross, I'll just pick it up before I go to bed. So it's usually stuff that I do either before I go to sleep or. Um, I'll sit aside like a couple of hours in the evening and actually play games, but I mm. wouldn't call myself a, a hardcore gamer, that's for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> casual. Very casual. <laughs> so if there, okay, so you do games. So these are your dailies, right? So what else? Like, do you, aside from gaming, what else do you keep busy with after work? Um, I mean, I watch a lot of TV. TV's really good too. Um, yeah, I would say... Yeah, I either switch out gaming for, I either switch out TV for gaming or gaming for TV. But like, yeah, I, I do like to watch a lot of TV as well. I like to watch really, I watch really um really dumb, boring stuff. <laughs> like, um, I just binged through the last latest season of uh Selling Sunset, which is the, um, LA based uh luxury realtor. I don't have you seen it? No, I've not. Oh, yeah. it's so good, so good, so like full of drama and these like classic like big boobs big butt um you know blonde chicks selling real real estate basically okay <laughs> but it's really good they're all it's real like uh so much drama and then you feel really sad for them because something get like happen in it and you feel bad for them but i don't know it's 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 mindless tv basically mm. um and in the odd time i will watch some anime but I find anime is quite an investment, especially after work. Like, 
um i'm just tired you know you do, my brain's not really i always watch everything in japanese so my brain's just like mm, easy tv <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so that's that's malaysia's um i once a week i do my ice skating which i've done since i was quite young um which is kind of like going to the gym but i just do it once a week so um, (laughs) my i guess my my daily form of exercise which is more of a commute is my biking i bike everywhere um, oh that's so nice so i bike to work and i bike home so it's about 30 35 minutes of biking a day one way uh 14 minutes each minutes. way yeah 14 minutes oh okay or 15 minutes. are there a lot of hills around your area no christchurch is flat just fantastic oh, that's nice it's yeah. not exhausting no because tokyo can be quite hilly can't it? in places it yeah can be. the hills are alive <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> You kind of forget because it's such a sprawling, I guess, to, uh, yeah, it's such a sprawling city and you don't really see it from afar. But I guess if you could compare it to something like Kyoto. Kyoto is obviously, like, there's a city in in a basin and they've got hills all around. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the city itself is very, like, hilly. I don't think it is. Maybe not. But yeah, Tokyo, it just kind of takes you by surprise, eh? Like... Some areas are just like hilly and yeah, yeah. There's so many um, buildings you just don't notice today. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I think there's specific areas where it's a little bit hillier than others. Um, yeah, like my 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 the the area where I'm living in. So I I hesitate to call it a city because we are in Tokyo City, but under it are like. Minis. There are partitions. Yeah. yeah. There's no English translation for it, but it's like it's a subdivision. I guess that's the yeah. best way I can yeah. like uh describe it. So my subdivision is mostly flat, which is great cuz like and just like for the first time in my life I enjoyed riding my bike yeah. because Yeah. Was it it's quite, mostly just flat? Is it quite um hilly and Manila? So, no, I no, oh my God, it's so dangerous in Manila. I would never oh, yeah. go out in a bike. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some of my friends are doing it now. I don't know how they're doing it. It's just I'm very sensitive to heat, and also oh, I look yeah. foreign, so I'm a prime target for heat stroke and also for theft. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, <no. Never> <laughs> um, none of that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, okay, no one go come at me hating at me because i grew up there i am like this is <laughs> it's dangerous yeah <laughs> so uh anyway so but i lived in yokohama which is a big city right next to tokyo really nice city it used, it's a port city so mm. it has like a, it reminds me a little bit about uh about san francisco mm. maybe seattle as well where it's like um you know it's a like I don't know. It feels a little bit more relaxed. Maybe yeah. San Francisco is not a good uh, <laughs> comparison, <laughs> comparison yeah. but like maybe Seattle, like it's a little bit more mm. relaxed. Like they say cities near the port are usually more chill. I have no idea why. Mm, um, possibly. Yeah, I would say that. Wellington's kind of like that. Auckland's its own beast, so I can't really... Same yeah <laughs> i feel like if they're not the main city they're gonna be chill you know uh, yeah yeah a main city for something wellington's pretty chill yeah. i mean wellington is tiny for for a, a capital city it's yeah to put yeah so it, yeah 
I used to live in Yokohama before and it was hilly as hell and I was oh, wow. dying I like um yeah or at least the area I was living in was hilly as hell and so um just trying to get to work like I had to climb up a steep hill so and my and I have a cross bike it's not like they have electric bikes here which is what a lot of moms use yep. to travel Transport around their children which is the funniest their children thing. yeah yeah I, I think it's a uniquely japan thing it's like a J- japanese unique. thing yeah like literally they have a child in f- one in front of them and another behind them yeah. and it's like actually i look at them and it's just like it, that's so dangerous i would I never think of crash. doing that did i tell you about that Oh no! Yeah, oh, it was really, really wet. I think, and it, um, she's the the bike slid, and basically she had a child ah. in the back and the front. And I'm just like, oh my god, that's like I worst almost, nightmare. And the thing about them is that they're oh, I know that they're rushing, but they're so reckless sometimes. These mothers, mm, like yeah. they always almost bump into me. And there was this one time I was riding a bike, just minding my own business, and it was really dark, and she had didn't she didn't have her light on. And she literally almost bumped into me. Like, I had to break. And then she looked at me as if I was the one who was at fault. <laughs> Lady, like, you're speeding without a light. Mm. God. Yeah. But I know, I mean, I'm not... <laughs> mothers have it hard. But I'm just saying, be careful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyway. So, yeah. I Please continue. So, you... Oh, me? I, 15 I mean, minutes I of think, biking. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's kind of it. I bike to work, I go to work, I bike home, I um, usually chill on the couch. I'm pretty lazy when it comes to meal prep and like eating and stuff, so I try and have like really easy dinners. Maybe it's just like chicken on rice most of the day. Do you cook? Mm, I think since I've decided that it's when I have time, I like to cook. When I don't have time, I don't like to cook. On the, I like to cook on the weekends when I've got time. And I'll only doing it during the week days if Jonathan's home. So how do you eat then, like chicken oh, just, on rice? How yeah, do you... I just like put rice in the rice cooker and I cook chicken in the air fryer. Like oh, <laughs> I try and make it. You, as how do you season it? Um, my chicken is usually paprika, garlic, salt, bit of mustard powder, uh, onion flakes. Yeah, probably uh, like an all-purpose spice and then throw it through with some panko breadcrumbs and then throw it in the air fryer. Interesting. Easy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I drink right. it pretty pretty chill. Okay. Okay, that sounds cute. Yeah. So you don't you don't travel around in New Zealand that much since um, we're talking about, since well, there's COVID, I doubt yeah, you fly out of I haven't country. really left the city since the start of the year. Maybe we had a wedding the other day, but that's about it. Um, just because of COVID, like getting on a plane or anything at the moment is um, a surefire way to get yeah. COVID. So I've just stayed away from it. Um, yeah. I do have some plans to go to some conventions later this year. So I guess that's kind of traveling, but um, I'd really love to head overseas again but it's just it's just a bit expensive in the current climate especially because all airlines instead of well multiple things obviously oil prices are really high so um, plane ticket uh, costs yeah. are quite high so it's it's a uh, it's a bit unrealistic at the moment but um yeah. I mean I'd love to keep traveling like I think anyone I think everyone who's traveled loves to travel right that's yeah 
Surely. <laughs> I mean, not everyone. I have a friend who's not that really? super. She's not that keen on it. She's a homebody, so Aww. she prefers to. Yeah. Yeah. She tried to get into it because a lot of us, yeah. her friends, were very into it. She realized it wasn't for her at some Aww. point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's pretty much me. So, um, I guess what mm-hmm. is what is what does life look like for you outside of work? I see. Ah, uh, well, for me. Um, okay, so we can start with week my weekday routine slash hobbies. Um, so I try to go to the gym now. So I so this is how it happened. Okay, let me just <laughs> give it an explainer here. Mm-hmm. So in uni and um, in my earlier jobs up until this job as a director i have been working out every morning before work wow and then i go to work and then yeah that's it because i like to get it done <laughs> yeah before you know the whole day crashes upon me but mm, yeah. because of uh, my job i just got so busy as i've mentioned in, in the previous ep- episode sometimes my schedule gets flipped upside down so it's, it was really hard for me to maintain a routine and sometimes i'm just Mm. too exhausted yeah but i'm trying to get back into it again um going to the gym so i um i lift so what i do is i lift so there's actually it's actually a myth that women get bulky when they lift Mm. because to be able to get bulky you actually need a lot of testosterone and women don't have enough testosterone to bulk up. Even men have a hard time bulking up, actually. Yeah, right? like you learn so, about their routines of like how bodybuilders get there, and you're just like, holy, like, yeah, a it lot takes of effort. <laughs> yeah, and like, um, even guys, right? Like, even if they lift a lot, lift really heavy, they have to take us like a lot of protein. Yeah, they have yeah. to eat a lot of protein, and also like I don't know some people who want who want to go bulky and not just like lean Mm. they also need uh, some of them decide to take supplements to help with muscle growth yeah um i have no idea like i because i never really my 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 purpose is to get stronger and also to just build enough muscle cause so what re-triggered me getting back into the gym is because i aside from the fact that i wasn't moving at all for almost a year and a half because of my job i think it's just the age so i'm 29 this year um i mean i should my therapist tries to correct me you're still 28 stop calling like stop rounding up because literally (laughs) that doesn't do you because i'm still 28 yeah yeah but then i think nearing 30 is really like i'm starting to feel my metabolism slowing down yeah because even so i'm not moving that much so that's that contributed to a little bit of weight gain but i went back to my previous diet like the way i ate before um the weight gain meaning um so this is pre-breakup so i also went through a tough breakup Mm. so i think i had a lot of reasons why this happened and i have empathy for myself for that um but even if go like even when i came back to my previous diet i wasn't losing it and so Mm. i think it's just also it comes with age right like you're everyone knows that your metabolism slows down as you get older Mm. and also you lose muscle especially women you lose muscle as you get older as well. And so I was just like, okay, I need to... And lifting really helped me. Because like, I think it's for my body type. It's one of the ways that it, it, it 
makes itself more efficient actually some people mm. do better with a lot of cardio um but for my body i think the most efficient way for it to just like figure itself out is to yeah is when i lifted weights so i'm lifting mm. weights again um i'm really enjoying How it i think it's because <laughs> <laughs> you mean time or weight I don't know. Like, it's just a dumb question. Everyone asks, like, how much can you lift? But um, uh, I think that they're referring to weight. But um, so right now I can't really lift that much yet because I just got back into it. Yeah. But usually I can. The furthest that I've gone by myself, I was able to lift, meaning squat. Yep. Um, seventy percent of my body weight. So. Wow. So I think yeah. uh, that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> it's it's really heavy. So just to give you a number, so let's yeah. say I'm a hundred pounds. I'm not, <laughs> yep. but so let's say I'm a hundred pounds, seventy percent. That means seventy pounds. Yeah. Wow. That's, so uh, I was able. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, I was able to do that before. Now I'm back to like I'm now I'm just lifting like forty pounds, but I think it's still pretty good. Yeah. Um. I'd say it's quite impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I don't like about this is just the... They call it DOMS. Like delayed... Let me look that up. What that actually means DOMS. before muscle. Okay. It's called delayed onset muscle soreness there. They're called oh, DOMS. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I really hate that because there's so many stairs in Japan. Mm. And... I it's painful yeah. <laughs> going up and down the stairs, and the thing is, like you know, I'm I'm I experienced this in my previous workplace as well. But like just having to like you know you're rushing in the morning, mm. and like you you really have to like wobble down the stairs, and people are rushing behind you. It's like yeah. it's really <laughs> it's stressful. I don't know. It's a great workout. I'd say it's probably one of the reasons I managed to keep a stable weight in Japan because I was eating. A not so great diet, but you walk so nah, much that's in stairs. True. Yeah. Like I think I walked, I think one day I walked the the Eiffel Tower like four times or something. Uh, something ridiculous. Like uh, my my calculator or whatever. Um, the uh, you it, mean Tokyo Tower? No, I can't remember what it did, but it was it was like it equated it to something realistic in life. So it was kind of like oh, oh, that's okay. I was just like, what? Why are you saying Eiffel Tower in Tokyo? No, <laughs> as see. in, as, sorry, it's more like um, I think it was like the Liberty. The statue. height of yeah. So I uh, walked the height of the Liberty interesting. statue so many times or something. I was like, what the hell have I been? I've just been going around the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been lifting again. So I stopped boxing because um the place i was boxing was in the city center with my friends and it was just mm. it was too hard to schedule into my life yeah. <laughs> and also i needed something a little bit more consistent because mm. like i the stressor it's it was great for stress relief but the fact that it wasn't available to me at any moment that i felt stressed was mm. uh yeah. and yeah and also like i don't know if my point my like, the reason for me getting back into j the gym and working out is to also kind of help maintain my weight. And just twice a month wasn't really helping yep. me. Yeah. yeah. Did you so enjoy it, I'm back to the gym. Yeah, it was so much fun. Mm. If it were a little bit more accessible, time-wise, money-wise, distance-wise, yep. yeah, yeah. I think I would have continued it. But, yeah. Uh, right now, 
the most accessible thing and what makes the most sense is the gym. So yeah. that's that. And I love it. I'm really enjoying it. Good. I think I was able to de-associate gym with punishment. Mm, and I think we good. have a lot to unpack there. But oh, yeah. like, you know, when I was younger, I, I associated exercise with pu- punishment. And I think, you know, repairing my relationship with my body and exercise. Um, and I think, I think it played a huge part in helping me kind of see the gym as like a stress relief of sorts instead of a punishment. Especially I think like boxing with friends helped that. Hmm. Now I see it as like, you know, for example, I had a tough day, I go to the gym. (laughs) So there's that. I hope it helps me fit into my pants again. That's that's my goal (laughs) of the month. That's a fair goal. That's a fair goal. Yeah. So... That's one. And then when I have time, which, you know, I'm time poor, which is sad. But when I have time and have enough saved up, I like to travel. So with COVID, international travel um, is not possible. Mm-hmm. It's uh, International travel is my favorite thing in the world. Like, I know people are like, travel locally. But then yeah. I think I go for travel because I like the novelty of it. Like, yeah, by exactly. novelty, like meeting new people from different cultures. Yeah. Um, experiencing food using spices that I've never really experienced all in one dish before you know things Mm. like that yeah and as much as i so i'm right now i'm doing what i can by traveling within japan with my friends but i it's it just doesn't give me the same amount of thrill that i do from Mm. traveling internationally so i still do that once in a while but i don't do it as often as i would have if covid didn't exist (laughs) Yeah, I think everyone's in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's that. So travel is something that I'm unable to do uh, so much anymore. So And so I think I've swapped that with reading because reading mm. is a type of like mental travel, I'd like to say. Because mm. um, especially I like to read a lot of fiction. Um so my favorite genre is like a like a fa- fantasy adventure kind of mm. um, book. So I get I get transported to a different world as I read, and I'm a visual like I'm a very visual person. So you know if you tell me a story of you breaking your arm, I will I will see you breaking yeah. your arm yeah. in my head. Like literally, I'm that kind of person. I don't even control it. It happens. It mm. pops in my head. Yeah. And so it's the you same really with reading. For those sort of things too. You're just like, ooh. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Like, <laughs> anyway. Um, so that. So there's that. Um, I like to read a lot in my free time. Um, and sometimes I like to read nonfiction too, like business books, because I'm a an, I'm a nerd that way. I like to. <laughs> And also because I have dreams, right? I want to be able yeah. to achieve certain things in the future. And I really like to... I find it interesting. Um, I, I particularly like the business books that kind of dive into the human psyche. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I think marketing books do a lot of that, which yeah. is fun. And I think that's why I got into mar- marketing in general, right? Because mm. it, 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 it touches on the human psychology 
Maybe I can even think of going to HR, but I don't know. I feel like HR is such a stagnant... I mean, sorry, let me not... Like, I hope <laughs> HR people don't think I am shitting on them. It's just... It feels... Not stagnant, sorry. It's very... Um, It's not very creative. It's very... It's very chill. <laughs> oh, it's very chill. It's, I was going to say, it's not very creative. Like, marketing is very... Creative. Yeah. There's a bit of creativity in there. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, you're right. HR is a little bit... It's less dynamic than marketing. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Dynamic is the word. Mm. So, it's... I think it's a very challenging job, HR. But mm. I think it's not as dynamic as I would prefer it to be for a career choice. Hmm. So, yeah. I like to read. And then... I used to like I used to like to play games, but since I work in the gaming industry, vid media industry, it just it kind of traumatized me away from that. Like mm. I touch a game and then I'm just like fuck. I think of work. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry for my French, but <laughs> yeah, no, I get um, that. Yeah. yeah, but I'm trying to slowly ease myself back into gaming again um just for our listeners by the way i am changing my job soon um i think people who were listening to our previous episode kind of had like listened to were able to listen to the stress i was feeling but you know it's a long time coming um i've learned a lot but yeah. i think it's time for me to move on and yeah and hopefully with a shift um with the wonderful next the wonderful next opportunity that I have, I'll probably be able to rediscover my lo- my love for games again. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, so I haven't been doing a lot of gaming recently, but yeah, maybe in the future I used to. And what I I am like you though, I'm a casual gamer, not a yeah. hardcore gamer. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to just playing games for fun again mm. and then but what i do kind of like so what replace traveling so i did say that i go i traveled for like the thrill of it right yeah and actually i think i'm a thrill seeker like mm. i like novel experiences like heart pumping experiences or just anything that is very very new and gets me really excited yeah and um but the thing is like i think i'm a healthy th- thrill seeker because I would never go chemical with this like (laughs) so no kids stay healthy don't try anything (laughs) that you would change the chemistry of your brain but (laughs) if it's um if it's if it's not organic I would uh, I would recommend that you stay away from it (laughs) but so organic stuff like <laughs> but anyway, uh, I look for thrilling stuff to do. Like for example, I did paragliding last year. Oh, are you familiar with paragliding, Emily? That's the one where you're sitting, and you. Um, yes, yes, yes. You've got the yes, two little s- pulley things either side, and you run off the the cliff and fly. And down then you and- parachute down. Yeah. yeah. Well, not parachute. Yeah, you like fly, fly down. Yeah, I wanted to do that. You can do it in Queenstown. It looks amazing. You should. It's so much fun. Oh, you don't have. You're not afraid of heights. Oh, I am, but it's kind of one of those things of like you're flying, so you're not falling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, usually you'll get a professional with you behind you. Yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine them being like, "Here, just jump into this and uh, walk off the cliff. You'll be fine." <laughs> yeah. 
oh my gosh he was so funny he pushed us out of the thing because i like i was so scared <laughs> like i'm that type of person that's so game before and after yeah. but like yeah, during yeah. the moment when you have to like i think that's everyone right yeah, of course yeah. it's like everyone needs a push but like, like he literally pushed us out, out of the <laughs> platform that's cool that was fun but the thing is like when i tried it the first time it was like literally two days before after uh sorry after um my breakup mm. with someone i really really liked so he broke up with me and it was two days after so it felt so surreal i was so out of it yeah <laughs> like it felt like an out-of-body experience actually so i would want to do it again just so that i could see if i just i felt it didn't feel real and i mm. couldn't really tell if it was because i was out of it like i was like in the throes of despair yeah. or yeah. if it was just because it was such a surreal experience period yeah. Yeah. i couldn't really tell so i have to go again and figure it out oh well I'll have to go with you. <laughs> yeah come over <laughs> so there this paragliding um i'm also keen on trying skydiving at least mm. once i'm pretty sure that's gonna be terrifying because it's like it's a Zealand falling experience um, oh my god is it safe it. <laughs> I, I, you know you're jumping out of a plane of course it's <laughs> safe. it'll be safe because no, it's regulated and everything obviously here but i mean okay i wouldn't do it <laughs> yeah because like some i mean there's always a tiny tiny risk of your parachute not opening right yeah exactly but, yeah um that's why i kind of like if i were to do it i want to do it in japan because i feel like one of the safest countries in terms of precautions yeah is japan like yeah, people sure. are slow here because of precautions yeah. and preps toward certain dangers that they see mm. foresee so i maybe i'll do it the second time there <laughs> <laughs> i think the Sounds first good. time i'll feel safest in japan so i'll do that here um and also i'm like looking into i'm not sure yet bungee jumping i don't like the f- idea of like being flipped upside down Mm. so if i'm not mistaken because bungee jumping is when they tie your foot right and then you it's originated here in new zealand um what okay that i will do there (laughs) yeah aj hackett um he's the guy who invented the bungee jump or the bungee i can't remember anyway he's got something to do with it but he invented it yeah they tie your feet together and they make you jump off a a platform i the thing that doesn't thrill me is the the whip back the, oh yeah that's what i was engine, yeah you whip back and i was like Ugh, that sounds like a disaster for my muscles <laughs> yeah 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 so you've never tried it before no god no i would never do it and you don't want to try it no i'm good i'm good <laughs> <laughs> like i like i like like paragliding excites me because there's actually an element of enjoying it like you get to enjoy a beautiful view while you float down um mm-hmm. Bungee jumping is just like a, I don't know, it's like being thrown into water is what I equate it to. It's like, okay, yeah, that's yeah, done, yeah. okay, cool, and then and then what? You paid 80 bucks for what? <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I don't like to pay for stuff where I feel like I'm just going to suffer. <laughs> yeah, no. no so thanks. actually, like, yeah, even, I think it's probably one of the reasons why I don't like diving that much. I mean, I know if you dive properly... You're gonna do like you don't have to feel the 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 sp- 
you know, like the water, the surface tension of the water. Ah, right. Yeah. But if you don't do it well, you'll really feel the, f- the like the the whack, the whack of the water on your body. Mm. So yeah. I don't like that <laughs> stuff like that. So that's yeah. why I'm kind of on the fence with bungee jumping. But it's just I love heights. So anything that causes me, um, that will force me to jump from somewhere and still survive i will, <laughs> I will oh, now that it. i know all this you should you need to come here because there's so many things you can do here that's like you can do jumping like, stuff. um <laughs> you can do like uh, uh we sit on a rope and you basically go through a canyon there's like a swing which is basically a bungee but it's a swing so you get dropped and you're in a harness so you get dropped and you swing into the valley Oh my god! Oh my god! I love that. Yeah, there's so many things you can do here. It's 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 yeah. It's the place where you want to do it. <laughs> I think swinging into stuff is fun. Like I think I did that in Korea once, where t- to get to Nami Island, there's this island called Nami Island, and um, you you get to it from Seoul, and then so mm. Seoul is the main city, and then uh, so you you get to there from a like a higher portion of soul and then you slide all the way down to the wow. island so and then it's it's not scary just because you feel like there's water under you so <laughs> oh my God, so even amazing. if it's even if it snaps um yeah you'll be water there will be water to, to kind of buoy you up but people say actually you know when you've fall from a plane they say it's actually not safe to fall in water no because it's like hitting concrete yeah 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 because the surface tension back to the surface tension but the surface tension will kill you so i was just like so i was kind of holding on to a hope that wasn't there when i was thinking of like me possibly falling (laughs) no No, i would dive i would like I would position my body in a way that I, I, you know, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't hit like a like concrete. I would try to dive into the water. <laughs> I mean, I would attempt it. I don't know. Like theoretically, I would attempt it, but I don't know if I can do it. You know, when you're like falling to your death, you're like, okay, yeah, I think goodbye. You, probably, you got more, more concerns. <laughs> I I know, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the last one, I like to chill at cafes to read and Mm. work so actually my primary complaint before was that tokyo is so busy that all of the cafes have like a time limit and Uh, people are bustling in and out which i hate it's not very cafe like is it yeah 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 and even starbucks right and Mm. all of these places tend to be strangely busy but um since moving to a different side of tokyo i think i was able to find um cafes that are a little bit like off the city center and much more chill yeah so these are my my secret spots that i keep myself um keep myself sane you know, I go to them mm. to keep myself sane and so yeah. i found them i have at least two in my head so that's yeah, so I still get to do that sometimes. I do work there. Um, by work as in just like, you know, stuff for my side projects. Yeah. Or I read. Nice. So, yeah. Um, and doing all of these things really helped with, you know, burnout and 
you know, easing anxiety because we are not our work. We are not defined mm. by our jobs. We have, we should have a life outside of them just because, you know, what kind of life would it be if you don't let yourself enjoy it? Yeah. So I don't know, like to, I guess to wrap this up, Emily, do you think that doing all of these things help you make uh, life feel a little bit more worth living? Like, Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah. every bit of it makes, um, it just takes the monotony out of, um, you know, work and stuff and um, makes you appreciate your own time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Experience things. <laughs> yeah. And my therapist also said that if, because um, sometimes I struggle with this, like finding stuff to look forward to. And I think it's because I've been, I, I tend to focus on work too much. Mm. And she did say that to be able to kind of enliven or to kind of revive um, your gusto for life right is to go back to the things that you enjoy yeah so i had to reevaluate and remember what the things that i enjoy and so this is where we where it brought me so i found nice. this stuff that i enjoy again and i'm back to being a human being again <laughs> you found paragliding no and it changed your life <laughs> no that was last year oh, okay, but okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm, you need to go do it again. <laughs> with you. I'm bringing you with okay. me. Okay. I'll pick you up at the airport and then we'll just dive down to Japan. <laughs> Sounds good. That's not even paragliding anymore. That's skydiving. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll just jump out the plane and be like, hey, this has been fun, but uh, this is my start. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Like, <laughs> opens the door. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that's it. Um... We'd love to hear what you guys do. Like, if yeah. you have any hobbies that we haven't mentioned that are kind of in line with the ones that we have here, send um, send us a comment. We'd love to hear about it. Or share it with us in our Instagram. We would always reply. So, yeah, send us a message or send us a comment and we'd love to hear it. Yeah. And, yeah. So... Thank you so much. I hope that this kind of gave you an idea of what we do outside of work and the types of people we are. Like, yeah, and I, I really, sometimes I look at Emily's hobbies and I get really, like, I don't know, I, I try to, not jealous, but like I admire that kind of craftsmanship and being Aww. able to sit down and make something out of nothing. Because I... <laughs> I can tell that it's really therapeutic too, right? And there's that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I mean, I and there's do that it if feeling it wasn't of right. it's it's a feeling of like uh, of achieving something that's unachievable. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 What you would have thought was unachievable, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. And yeah, like so, I kind of admire that. But then, as you can see. Um, aside from like I aside from reading I cannot sit still like <laughs> I need fine. to be it's doing fine. yeah I need to be doing something or thinking of something mm. and so yeah and maybe that's what that's what makes this podcast interesting because we're literally we're we're so <laughs> different polar opposites <laughs> yeah I wish I can bring all of you with me as I jump to my not death <laughs> 
I jumped to my thrill. <laughs> yes, jump to the thrill of it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Thank you so much, guys. This is it for this episode. Um, we'll try to come up with another fun episode for the next one so that we uh, kind of bring the mood, the mood up again for the podcast. And yeah. yeah. So anyway, thank you so much. And we hope you'll have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.